picture, and they go, yeah. That's entrapment. And they just take the picture, and they're smiling and having a good time because g- guys don't care. See how little skills women need to have to do shit? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Even to set a guy up for their fucking website. Like, guys, we would we would be thinking all kind of amazing ways to take a picture of a bitch. Yeah. And she don't know. Right. You know, it's always going to be her looking in the skyline or fucking fixing his dress or something. Yeah. But uh, them, them and us knowing how fuck this should tell you how stupid this website is. Uh-huh. is by how easy we're fucking ready to be an to, asshole. To take pictures. Exactly. To get a picture taken. Did you see the one with the uh, dirty old men? Yes. These fucking guys, they're way up there in years. They just want to look at a piece of ass as they're walking These down. These are 70 year old men walking with down canes. the sidewalk. They look like they just uh, got off a plane from London. Yeah. They got That's that how London, they're dressed. They got that London look to them, and all they're doing is walking down the sidewalk, uh, checking it out, right? With canes. And this chick, Asia, uh, couldn't deal with it. So she uh, sent in this story in the picture. As- yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's like basically girls want alpha men to look at them and anyone else, they want it to be some kind of crime, right? Oh, you looked at me? How dare you, you creep? Even though creepiness is dem- is is entirely based on attractiveness. As I'm walking down Broadway, the man on the left hisses, nice. I ignore him. When again I hear nice, I turn around to see if this old dude actually has the nerve to harass me. He lifts his cane, points it up and down my body, and with raised eyebrows repeats, Nice! <laughs> sure wasn't Norton? Apparently, like his line. <laughs> apparently, nice. for these two, wisdom doesn't come with age. Yeah, uh, ah! uh, okay. So, again, the idea is, how dare you, you beta male, look at me. Uh, I'm so much more valuable than you. But basically, what the girl is saying is, you, you're not in my league. You don't deserve to look at me. And they've basically, like, because of Tinder and, and Instagram and Snapchat and all these all these apps, girls in 2023 have never had it easier to do this. They can, like, they can literally only swipe on the guys that they find to be, like, alpha. And everyone else, they can just, you know, like, poor them, basically. That's, that's how it is in 2023. <laughs> You That's gotta be it. joking me, man. They, somebody, something gotta be done about that shit, man. And there's their pictures. Could you see going down the street? I want a guy to walk down the street and walk up to a woman and go, hey, can I take your picture? They'd go, ah! Exactly. They'd be screaming, running away. The right. amount of skill it doesn't take to have this website. Because then she, they could do it to anybody. That, that's, yeah. See, this is the type of shit. But like I said, it, it, it's the thing that makes life even. Mm-hmm. It's like the fact that girls can just do this so easy. Yeah. Is it, she walks up the street and she could just not look. You could look like a motherfucker that took her purse six years ago. And she just goes, can I take your picture? Okay. And just make up a goofy little oh, a story. Okay. You know, you think this is all fucking legitimate. You got it. it, it exactly. Hey, can I take your picture? Yeah. Sure, baby. Hey. Did you get that or you need an, uh, another one? It, Right, exactly. It's um, like the the expression is women live life on easy mode, right? And they they don't understand how hard it is to to be a man. Actually, uh, hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios. Here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon exclusive content, newly revamped. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just go there and subscribe. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You could also drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shout out to him. Uh, link is in the description. Let's continue. And Did then the flash go off? Now you're on the internet with, you know. Yeah. That's why I hardly ever try to put my face. Well, there's a lot of internet shit in me now. Like, I let fans mm-hmm. take pictures and shit. What, what are you going to do? I guess it's different if you, well, <laughs> you know, but. 
Yeah. But on the street, dude, you know what I mean? Some chick just decides to have that kind of control. Snap a picture, you're on a website. Yeah. For saying hello or nice. That's what we're supposed to say. To slobby girls. Look at the big fat one in the middle here. Uh, that is, she's Who she's is horrendous. She? Who is she? And it's a guy. Who's the guy? And they're all mad. Yeah, they're all <sighs> angry with their arms outstretched with the camera phone. Fucking my girlfriend. My pictures. girlfriend comes over my house, and there's a Puerto Rican dude that tries to. He, he damn near tries to rape her every time she comes in the house, <laughs> and she comes. He, he's, he's bothering me, and I'm like, bitch, if the day he doesn't try to rape you when he comes, is the day I leave you. <laughs> so pull your bootstraps up, bitch. This, this is what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> I don't want my girl being safe. Oh shit. <laughs> Patrice just keeps his women in line, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, yeah, so what's what's the idea there? The idea is uh, if a girl is attractive to you, she's attractive to more people, right? And uh, that's the competition. You got to beat out all your competition. That's the male burden of performance. And if there's ever a day where you don't, that's it. She'll leave. That is the pragmatic, uh, yeah, like like women's bedroom fund strategy. That's what it is, guys. It's, it's not sugar spice and everything nice. It's if you fail to compete, you get thrown aside. You're just a, you know, like a useless being at that point. That's how it is. Like, there is a male burden of performance and it never ends. That's why they say when you're in a marriage, you can't get fat. Um, you can't get uncompetitive. You can't relax. Because if you do, she's going to cheat. That's that's how it is, guys. And even set up an optical course <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> to make sure she's worthy. Like, did he rape you? Well, he's not going to rape you, but he's going to harass you, bitch. You what? You need to be harassed. <laughs> I don't want no bi harassless bitch in my life. So, the, <laughs> so this website has a lot of stories of guys that are just doing what guys are supposed to do. Yeah. And these girls are not liking it, and they are, they're taking the pictures and sending them into this website. It's an yeah, because why? Because, again... Girls only see the top 20% of men. The other men are invisible. So in a girl's mind, it's how dare you have the audacity to think that I'm not worthy of a top 20% man, just like all my other friends. How dare you think that I'm not worthy of Chad and that you could get me? That's, that's, what, that's what this whole situation implies. The numbers game, Obi. I mean, not not for you. You know, you're in love and whatever. You know, you fucking faithful. But it's like it's it's usually a numbers game to motherfuckers who out there getting girls. You know, it's a you you try to get as many. We don't like quality. We like quantity up until a point. To you, True. to you sif siphon through the to the um, amount of women, mm -hmm. you find that one that you go, okay, this could be. I can hang out with exactly. her. Exactly. Give her a little time and some some attention. Right. But other than that, man, if if any woman out there meets a guy and he says. Oh, I'm I'm single. He's not single. He has at least thirty bitches that <laughs> is around. This is true of alpha men. Yes, of the top twenty percent men. That's exactly right. Exactly. When a when a guy says he's single, he's actually he, like he is single in the sense that he has no serious relationships. He he has you know maybe friends with benefits, but he doesn't have like a girlfriend. Like if I I told my girls like if you left me I. You, it's, it's an, the, the amount is amount of women that you, that you represent. If my girl left me, I'd be hurt.
but I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be totally out there. What I would do is I would I think my girl in my life is worth five bitches now, and if she left me, I'd take I'd take her spot with five bitches. That's right, exactly. That, that's so. The the point is, um, like, not all girls can can provide what a man has in terms of his needs, right? And so, um, for like. So, so so what you do is you diffuse the needs among different girls, right? And then, you know, if one of them leaves, it's what, whatever. You just replace it, a different one. This is the concept of spinning plates, right? Dating non-exclusively. That's, um, you know, that's before, like, okay. Here's what men need to do, in my, in my opinion. You date non-exclusively until you find a girl who's actually good and you can you can have a girlfriend. Um, and if she disrespects you or treats you poorly, well, guess what? You can, you know, just leave the situation and go and start getting multiple friends with benefits again. That's that's the idea there. Um, and it, it works quite well, guys. And once you have good experience with girls, you have an idea for the type of girl that's that's good for you and the type of personality that, that works and is compatible with you. She's it don't matter who they are. That's the exchange rate That's the on exchange your girl. Rate of my girl. She has built up to at least five women, man. Wow, five. And why does she? Why does she uh, stay with you? I'm a good man. I'm a good man. As much shit as I talk, I'm a good man. But I don't. I don't. You know, we had a big argument the other day. I was like, look, let's let's just break up for like a few weeks because she thinks she knows. <laughs> look at you. Wow. Few weeks. Well, because she thinks she knows where the sky is now. Like, uh -uh. Th what women do is they get sick of you. They got two halves of their brain. They got one half that goes, you know, I love him so much. Anthony's beautiful. And it's the other side that goes, fuck that nigga. He ain't shit. I'm a better motherfucker than him. So that's always at war. So That's right. The And the other side, quote unquote, is the is hypergamy. The, it's It's... Can I do better? Is this really the best I can do? Can I find someone better? Is he really competitive? Is he really as strong and powerful and good as he says he is? Or is he actually a loser, right? That's what it is. And as the girl gets to know you, right, it's no longer the illusion that you're projecting. It's it, There's a different reality, right? Um, so you have to make sure that y you as a man are actually strong uh, and it's not like a lie, because if it is a lie, she's going to find out and just leave, right? Like, so, I mean, you you could keep that up, right? If you wanted, right? You could lie and pretend to be a different person and then, you know, use that as an excuse to get multiple girls. And then once they find out, go to a new girl. You could. Um, it's, it's Machiavellian. It's sociopathic, but you could do it. And many men do, right? Um, but what I'm saying is it's much more efficient to just be congruent, like actually be a cool guy. And how do you be a cool guy? Well, by being multi-gifted, multi-skilled. Effectively, it just means putting in lots of effort, right? Getting multiple different abilities, being good in many different situations, right? So you would, you know, be physically fit, you're charismatic, you you know multiple things, you you can you're good in many different situations, in even social situations, you're good, you know, in in many different environments, etc. So if, if uh, you know, crap hits the fan, like, you still maintain a cool, calm control. What they call it is amused mastery, right? All right, uh, on to the Roto Tomasi article here. Empathy. Uh, women cannot bear to see a man experiencing negative emotions such as extreme anger, rage, fear, despair, despondency, or depression for extended periods of time. 
You say you want to be there for your man, but you can't do it. If it goes on long enough, it kills the attraction. It sets off your hypergamy alarms and subconsciously causes you to start hunting for a replacement man. A woman seeing a male go through the above will seek to replace that male immediately. Women cannot listen to men talking about or working out their dating, mating, relationship issues or problems. Women reflexively view a man discussing such issues as whining or complaining or bitterness or sour grapes or, well, you just chose poorly, so it sucks to be you or suck it up. No one wants to hear you um, complaining. As, as to both of the above principles, when a male is involved, ratchet up by a factor of five, the disdain and repulsion a woman experiences when seeing a male do or experience the above. Around the first week of August this year, I suffer what is commonly known as dancer's fracture. For all the risk-taking activities I've engaged in over my life, I've never had more than a hairline fracture on any bone in my body before this. This really hurt. Like, edge of the bed, don't turn the wrong way, you're in agony kind of hurt. Forget about putting uh, weight on it for four to six weeks. Holy God, I have a two-story home and my bed's upstairs kind of hurt. The doc explained there's really no way to set a dancer's break, so just have to tough it out and take it easy. I refuse to take any kind of narcotic painkiller, so it was ibuprofen and Tylenol for the better part of the first month. After the first week, the paint went from holy God to okay, oh, oh, I can do this if I grip my teeth. If a wild animal wanted to eat me, there'd have been no way for me to avoid it. I was literally hobbled for the first time in my life. Sack up, you big pansy. Now, do I sound like a big pansy to you? In my time, I've squatted well over 400 pounds. I've benched 305. I've leg-pressed the weight of a small car in my younger days. Most of the guys I know who'd broken a bone or torn a bicep or slipped a disc knew and could empathize with exactly what I was describing to them in great detail. However, my loving wife of 17 years and, f- and my 15-year-old daughter's first reaction was, Oh, men are such babies. They all make such a big noise about how much it hurts. You think that's hurt? That's not hurt. It was as if by dismissing my injury, I would get up and say, yeah, okay, it's really not so bad and go back to mowing the lawn or something. This has been a pretty consistent theme for Mrs. Tomasi and every single woman I've been involved with before her. Women don't want to accept that their man could ever be incapacitated. Before I was game aware, I took this with a grain of salt. My wife has been a medical professional since she was in her early 20s, and she's seen some pretty gnarly crap in various trauma centers, so I had to take that into consideration. There's a certain disconnect from human suffering in that line of work that has to be made or you lose it. I get that. But it still didn't account for the default indifference to pain most every other female I knew, including my own daughter and mother had ever had with regards to a man in legitimate physical pain. The mother-nurturer myth. One of the classic perceptions women and well-meaning men perpetuate is the idea that women are the nurturers of humanity. They take care of the children, home and hearth. There's the realm of the private and men's that of the public. In fact, this was one, one impression that early womanism took as its primary target. They wanted it all, private and public. Despite the statistics about bad stuff, despite the realities of hypergamy and the war brides dynamic, the classic characterization of women as, uh, a characterization of women as mother, nurturer, nurse, and caregiver have endured, even as a complement to the strong independent characterization womanism would reimagine for them. Perhaps, perhaps it's due to a deeply, uh, uh, to a deep hard wiring of the importance of hypergamy into the feminine's uh, firmware, but women cannot accept that any man, and in particular a man worth considering as a suitable hypergamic pairing, might ever be incapacitated. The feminine subconscious refuses to acknowledge even the possibility of this. Perpetuating the species and ensuring the nurturing of her offspring may be part of her psyche's hard code, but ensuring the survival and provisioning of her mate is not. This isn't to say that women can't learn to assist in a mate's well-being. It's just not what evolution has programmed her for. It requires effort on her part. I propose that uh, because women's are, women are solipsism and uh, they're predicated on hypergamy, 
uh, it necessarily excludes them from empathizing with the male experience, and this expe- extends to men's legitimate pain. The idea that a man, the man her hypergamy betted its genetic inheritance on for protection and provisioning, could be so incapacitated that she'd have to provide him with protection and provisioning is so countervailing to the feminine imperative that the feminine psyche evolved psychological defenses. Men are just big babies when it comes to pain, against even considering the possibility of it. Thus, due to species-beneficial hypergamy, women fundamentally lack the capacity to empathize with the male experience or male pain. Empathy versus sympathy. Now, before I've de- I'm deluged with offended women's binary responses to the contrary, I very sp- specifically use the term empathize rather than sympathize in my evaluation of women's psychological coping dynamics here. There's universally and uh, there's, a, there's a comparative definition between uh, sympathy and empathy. So empathy is the ability to mutually experience the thoughts, emotions, and direct experience of others. It goes beyond sympathy, which is a feeling of care and understanding for the suffering of others. Both words have similar usage, but differ in their emotional meaning. Uh, So sympathy is acknowledging another person's emotional hardships and providing comfort and assurance. Uh, And empathy is understanding what others are feeling because you've experienced it yourself or can put yourself in their shoes. So sympathy essentially implies a feeling of recognition of others' suffering, while empathy is actually sharing that suffering, if only briefly. Empathy is often characterized as the ability to put oneself in another's shoes. So empathy is actually a deeper emotional experience. Empathy develops into an unspoken understanding and mutual decision-making that is unquestioned and forms the base of tribal community. Sympathy may be positive or negative in the sense that it attracts a perceived quality to a perceived self-identity, or it gives love and assistance to the unfortunate and needy. So women do not lack the capacity to sympathize. And in fact, they do it uh, for virtue signaling purposes. Um, It's actually the empathy that's lacking. Okay, back to the video here. Oh, basically, there's a time, like, I'm sure you tell your girl things, like, you. she's younger than you, so there's things that you know. Like, if you're you're 12 years older than your woman, right, and you're trying Mm -hmm. to talk to her, and she's like, I know, I know. It's like, hold up, bitch. So if you're 24 years old, can a 12-year-old person say to you, I know, I know, you're 12 years younger than me if you're, if you're 12 years younger than me, bitch. My girl's not that young. She's like four years younger than me. But I got four years more wisdom than her. She's never been in a good relationship. She's fucking goofy. When is she going to... She only thinks she knows shit because I tell her shit. So now she thinks she knows shit. Like, I know... I know where the sky is. I know how to walk now, motherfucker. Who needs you? I go, okay, sweetie. Go out there and walk and find the sky without me. Please. Literally. That's exactly right. Um, So um, the idea is they become, um, they take you for granted because they think that you'll never leave. Right? That's the idea. So if a girl starts to take you for granted, all you have to do is pull away. And she realizes that if you do leave, she's hopeless without you, right? Um, Again, if she pulls away, your response is not to chase. Your response is to pull away twice as hard as she pulls away. That's the idea. And you must always be ready to leave because a man's greatest agency is his ability to walk away. And if you give up that agency, and this applies even if you're in a marriage, right? If the girl is being cancerous to you, even if we're in a marriage, we are walking away. Like, unfortunately, right? This is why I recommend that you don't get married because it, it doesn't, 
it takes away a lot of your agency, right? The only purpose of marriage would be to have children in a stable family, right? So you have to be very, very careful before you bet your whole life on this and keep in mind the marriage and divorce laws and all of this stuff. Again, it's it's why I can't possibly recommend marriage in the West. You would have to change countries in order to get married, basically. Please do, and then come back. I'm not going nowhere. You, I love you. But I'm trying to teach you how to be liked. Wow. It's easy to love them. It's you, hard to like them. You are rough, man. But but she'll tell. I don't treat her like I, she gets treated very well. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. I know how to be in relationships. But but that being treated well is on such a fine line. Like she could fall off of that being treated well. Easy. You, you let her. That's right. Exactly. The girl has to convince you every day to get the good treatment. She has to convince you every single day why you should be in a relationship with her. And if she can't convince you, well, then there's a giant problem. It means that she's not doing what she needs to be doing. She's not doing her side. Like you you let her be treated well. You treat her well. But it's a tightrope walk. Nah, she's not That's on right. eggshells, man. That's no? Like, nah, she's just... When you tell a bitch, why don't we break up? You leave. This ain't fucking bothering me. You you think you know no, it'll go it, it, see the world it would bother and come Anthony. back. I'd be crushed, but I'd be crushed in, in, a, five in, bitches. A, in a reasonable sense. I would have to take That's her right. place. Exactly. She has filled up my body five bitches worth. Five bitches worth. <laughs> Yo, give me five bitches worth. <laughs> Trade her in. Yeah, all right. Hot bitch from Whack Bag. Patrice, you're such a fucking caveman. Your pearl, your poor girlfriend must have the worst self-esteem to be with uh, your Fred Flintstone ass. It, why wow. is that Fred Flintstone? It's not, it's, no. It's not bad to behave the way Patrice is. That's, it's just the way that, like, that's the way that you're supposed to act. If you're giving away all your power then your power is taken. If your power is taken, you have no power. If you if you have no power in the relationship, then the girl is not attracted to you. If she's not attracted to you, she sees you as a beta male. If she sees you as a beta male, she's going to go get the genes from an alpha male. You see what I'm saying? That's the idea. So if you're not acting the way you're supposed to, the, the, the gigantic negative consequences come down the line. The hard slap of reality comes. Because, look, I'm telling you, Anthony, what's going to happen uh-huh. when you get this house. Right. She's going to want to marry you. And you're going to have to put yourself in a in a position to either take a loss or uh-huh. get married. It's going to happen. See, I, don't, I don't see this coming. It... <laughs> there ain't no way. If you're buying... Okay. Uh, actually, Rollo, Rollo says this. He says, do not cohabitate. Right? The only purpose of... Like, the only reason you would ever cohabitate, like live with a girl is for the purpose of having children in a marriage. That is the only reason for cohabitation. And in that case, you're taking the L, but what you're getting as the trade is you're getting your genetic legacy and you are helping to raise your own genetic legacy. That is the only thing that warrants that level of sacrifice. Otherwise, you're not living together. See her once a week, see her twice a week, and all the rest of the time you're living by yourself, guys. We're not out here living with girls because here's what happens. Basically, um, by living together, you're already married, but you're married and childless. So the girl, what she's going to do 
It's just going to start to control every single little thing. And you're not even getting what you're supposed to get when you live with a girl, which is your genetic legacy. You see what I'm saying, guys? So we're not out here living with a girl for six years before we get married and stuff like that. No. Okay. Uh, Here is the Reddit post. It was posted 13 hours ago on relationship advice. My girlfriend had bedroom fun with another guy and I'm feeling guilty. So guys, this is about a threesome, okay? So the situation is very hurtful because me and my girlfriend recently moved in together. And things were going great. We both had a great relationship with each other's families. Now everyone is upset with me because I asked her to take a break and I'm considering a breakup. We talked about experimenting with threesomes, which turned us on a lot. We agreed that we would try it twice. One with another guy and one with another girl. We were both really into it. Yeah, this implies that the relationship is equal. And this is how the girl tricks the guy into getting C-star CK'd. The guy's a sucker. Um, so long story short, we met this guy, we both agreed to it, and after a few drinks, we went home with him. We were really turned on at first, uh, just before we started, uh, it got a bit uncomfortable, then they started kissing and having bedroom fun, and after a short while, it felt awful. I couldn't even get hard, and it was basically two of them having bedroom fun. And this ruined their relationship. What a surprise, he got C-star CK'd in front of his face. I tried to get over it, but I just can't, it was too embarrassing and uncomfortable. Um, I'm causing everyone to be upset, and I'm feeling extremely guilty towards my girlfriend, because I was in it until the last moment, and she even asked me if I was sure before starting, and I said yes. I've never seen this hurt, and our families are both really upset and asking me to reconsider. They don't know what happened, of course. What should I do? Uh, How can I go into a relationship when I feel so ashamed and humiliated by how it went, by how it went, that I can't even watch my girlfriend in the eyes? Yeah. Congratulations, you just played yourself. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Let's see what the top comment is. 4.1k upvotes. Many people have tanked the relationship by involving somebody else in the bedroom fun without thinking about it enough beforehand. Take some comfort from the fact that you aren't the first to make this mistake. Sorry for the relationship. Exactly. Never, ever, ever, ever allow your girl to sleep with another guy. Because if you do, here is what it is. You are the beta and and, and he is the alpha. And your girl will never forget that. And your relationship will die. And then she's going to go and date that guy. Right? Because he C-star CK'd you, so obviously he's better than you. <laughs> and you allowed it, so obviously he's better than you, because why would you allow a, a, an inferior man to sleep with your girl? Of course, you acknowledge that he's superior too. <laughs> it's a disaster. Yeah, okay. Yeah, everybody thinks it'll be different with me and Maya, so... Spoiler alert, it's never different. So this is why I'm saying marriage, like the only reason you would ever enter into a marriage is for the purpose of having your genetic legacy. So if you're not doing that, why are you even in a marriage in the first place? If kids are coming in five years, then you should spend 4.999 years living, not cohabitating. And then when you have the kids, then you're cohabitating. You see, guys? You see the idea? Because you're not sacrificing your freedom for no return. All right. We're going to end the video there. Again, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, uh, hit the sub, hit all for notifications if you'd like to support me. I do have a Patreon, newly revamped, guys. Just go to patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Um, and subscribe patreon.com slash the Helios blog one more time and uh, you could also drop me a donation like Tom M here shout out to him the link is in the description again guys 
Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen, especially if you listened to the end of the video. I really do appreciate it. You guys are wonderful, and I will see you next time.